Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back. Believe in the Ivy League. It's the after Super Bowl edition, we could call it. Yeah, believe in the Ivy League. As the Ivy League schedule starts to sort of wind down, we could flip the pages and start looking at March and start talking about the postseason, which I feel like we've been talking about for a little while anyway. I almost want to play the death march to the Harvard Crimson season right now. And we will get into what we're looking at. Look, we have a a traditional Ivy League schedule back on tap this week after a kind of a weird and wonky schedule uh, for most of the year, but certainly last week. So it'll be nice to get back to a little bit of normalcy. It'll be nice to get back to everything. Guys, if you like the show, please follow me over on Twitter. It's Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. And it is TomBartonSports at gmail.com. If anybody has any advice about the show, any things that you'd like to hear, I know we do have a couple of fans out there that have sent a, a bunch of stuff. David sent something this week saying he loved the show, didn't know why we don't have more people listening. Well, that's up to you guys to get me up there and get me uh, listened to a lot more. During the Ivy League season of football, I always put out some news and notes and things like that over on Twitter. So that's a good find. Um, During the basketball season, it's more of a general sort of situation because it is TomBartonSports.com, which I would love you guys to go check out. It's TomBartonSports.com. If you guys are sports betters out there, uh, TomBartonSports.com. I am absolutely crushing it. You could go check it all out and verify me over at CapperTech and go see uh, what that is. Look, CapperTech is just a, a monitoring service, so you can see that. And like I've said, you know, I have been called on the air by sportsbook directors as the best Ivy League handicapper in America. This isn't a handicapping show, but it gives you a little insight insight to what I do and hopefully you guys can go jump on board all right last time we talked I did a show you know before um you know the Wednesday games went off and it was is this the end of Harvard and and the answer is yeah I mean look the answer is yes I don't think that they could come back from this Yale beat them on Wednesday Cornell you know goes out there and serves court against Columbia and that was kind of Harvard's last chance I don't want to always be the down and dirty and uh, oh here we are but We're talking about a new world when we're talking about the Ivy Leagues, and it's kind of crossed teams off of where they should be. And look, Harvard is crossed off here. They have put together back-to-back-to-back now three good defensive efforts in a row um, as of that Wednesday, but it's just not enough. It hadn't been enough. And you look at, uh, you know, a guy like Kirkwood, and in that game, Kirkwood, we could have used a little bit more from him if you're a Harvard fan, and it just didn't come out of it. Cornell did what they had to do, and now they're kind of the separation zone here with Harvard going into the Friday slate of games. Well, we didn't have any Friday slate of games. It it is disappointing. I'll keep harping on that because I love the Friday, Saturday slate of games, you know, and you you go, well, there was none last week. All right, but we're going to be back to to normal. Hopefully next year you'll do more Friday, Saturday back-to-backs. I thought that that was always something that made the Ivy League quite special. Let me know. Let me know what you guys think, you know, Um, whether it be a comment below, hit me up on, on Twitter at Tom Barton Sports or over at TomBartonSports at gmail.com. All right, so we are talking about Harvard. Not only did they drop the game on Wednesday, but Saturday they had a big tilt against Penn, and they dropped that game too. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's just a, a bad situation that Harvard's in now. Three and six in the Ivy League. Uh, their season's over, um, and it was over before going into Penn. 
Penn was a four-point favorite in this game. And I, I hesitated so much to, to jump on this game because I Penn is the better team. But I said, you know, it's hard to go against a team and their backs are against the wall. And I thought maybe Harvard felt and Tommy America would have these guys ready for one last push, one last sliver of hope. They played well putting up 74 points, but their defense just was exposed. 82 points. Penn is now that team. We talked about Penn all year long. They got off to a rough start. Their record looked bad. Everybody's discounting them. Lines makers in Vegas and around the world. Nobody's talking about this Penn team. And if you listen to this show each and every week, I said, ah, Penn's that dangerous team. Penn's, uh-oh, Penn is, a, is, is dangerous. Guys, they are still not over 500 because they buried themselves so big in the beginning of the year. At 11 and 12 as of Saturday, they were 11 and 12, but 8 and 2 in the Ivies. And now this was a team in the preseason where most people had them in the top four. Most people had them competing for a, a title. Most people had them even, you know, saying, hey, you know what? They, they could win this thing. They could go to the tournament. Penn is still under 500. And all of those things still hold true. Their offense is very, very good. Penn's offense, Dingle, 33 points, four rebounds, four assists. Um, you look at this team by, by Penn, you just go, you know, they are dangerous. They are dangerous to the big boys. Do not for a minute think that they're not a team that could just absolutely shock the world here and, and shock the world by not the preseason rankings, by what they were before, right before the Ivy League conference began. Um, the teams that they are chasing, Yale and Princeton both walked away with very, very convincing wins on Saturday. Yale against Columbia, we expected that. 84-59 to in an absolute beatdown. Um, that was a game where Yale was a double-digit favorite on the road. Who cared? Didn't matter. Yale spanked Columbia. And th- it was a close game early on. And by the way, Columbia's offense had been starting to work. They started to do some good things here. Um, but yeah, it, look, it was 39-30 and then Yale exploded for 45 Columbia is the worst team in the conference. We knew that all along. They fall to one and nine in the Ivies. The big question is, how do they win that even that one game? Matt Noling, 19 points, three rebounds, three, uh, two assists. And Yale cruises on. They go to eight and one in the Ivies as of Saturday. Princeton, same thing. Princeton had a tough game against Dartmouth. And you go, yeah, you know what? Princeton's in a position where Dartmouth might come in and kind of uh, shock them. They won 85 to 40, guys. Now, here's a game where... A lot of people, including yourself, myself here, um, I took the over because my thought process was, wow, it's such a low over-under. Uh, if Dartmouth scores 55 points, they might win. Well, if Dartmouth would have scored 55 points, the game would have gone over. Princeton humiliated this team. Dartmouth scored 13 points in the first half. 13 points in the first half. And, oh, by the way, they were lucky to get to 13. With, like, like six minutes to go, they had eight points. It was unbelievable just the pure and utter devastation that they had in this game. Princeton didn't have one guy do it. Everybody contributed. Absolute beatdown by Yale and Princeton. And Princeton goes to 7-2. and two. Now, Brown-Cornell. Cornell, this was the highlight game. So while we're talking about the big team, this was the highlight game because Cornell was at home. Cornell scored 80 points. If I tell you that Cornell is at home and Cornell is scoring 80 points, you're going to go, of course, they're going to win against a Brown team that came in at three and six uh, in the Ivy Leagues. No, Cornell loses this game. They lose at home 81 to 80. Uh, Madden had a good game with 17, uh, seven and two. Uh, Ganey, 16, nine and two, completely took over late for this team. And 
you know, they came out right away, Brown, and put up 49 points. Here's the problem with Cornell. You can believe in their offense all you want, and their offense is very good, but their defense is just awful. So it was a very good week for Cornell as far as, you know what, uh, we were holding Harvard off, and Harvard kind of fell by the wayside, but you can't lose games like this at home and watch somebody just kind of dominate under the boards of the way that they did. Now we go into um, during the week here, and, and you look at over the course of the week, eh, nothing else is going on. You know, and this has now become the the, the Ivy League schedule, right? Um, you don't expect anything, obviously, on Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, and now getting into the week. So we had basically a full week to kind of digest what was going on. And you start to look, and you know, this is why I said, you know, the, the death to Harvard, because while Cornell is only five and five and they sit as the fourth best team. Harvard is three and six. They they needed to get one of those wins, and they didn't. Harvard now, on Saturday, I worry about their mindset. I do. Uh, I'm sorry, this is Friday. I worry about their mindset on Friday. I worry how they're going to look at this. Look, they're taking on Columbia, so they should destroy this team. I mean, Columbia's been, been god-awful. Columbia can't stop anybody. Columbia's easily the worst team here, and now they're going on the road against Harvard. The problem with all of that is that Harvard is a team that they know that their season's basically over. Now, the last time these two met, Cornell put up 90, uh, 82 on them, but they allowed 91. So Harvard's defense was bad. Now, Har- Harvard's defense has had a couple of good games, but mostly been bad. This is a game where you have to expect Harvard to get into the 80s. Each of the last four opponents by Columbia has gotten into the, into the 80s. Uh, seven of the last eight opponents have gotten into the 80s. So if you're if you're a guy that likes to go out there and throw a little coin down, I mean the over in the Harvard game makes a lot of sense, unless you think Harvard's you know defense is just going to absolutely step up. Now we have watched them step up in a couple of games here late, but their defense was a problem for most of the year. They did hold Yale to 55 and 59 in slow paced games. Other than that, you know, I mean this is a team that overall had problems. I think Harvard, if they were focused. If they felt like their season wasn't over, they're putting up maybe 90 again. I mean, they may put up 90 again, and this would be an absolute blowout. I do worry about their mindset. I am concerned about how they're going to come out knowing what we all know in this spot. Cornell takes on Dartmouth. Dartmouth was a team that I always called feisty. I always thought that they could be feisty. Their humiliating embarrassment is something I'm not sure how they're going to bounce back on. They've now scored 100 total points in the last two games. They've lost three in a row. They've lost six of seven. Now, they were playing particularly close. Uh, They lost to Brown by two, Yale by three, Princeton by four, Harvard by one. Those are the five losses coming in to last week where they got blown out by 45. So if there's a ray of hope, yeah, maybe it's there. You look at Cornell, and, and, you know, they only got an eight-point win in Cornell against this team. Dartmouth is still a sneaky team. I think that when you look at them, people are going to overlook Dartmouth in this spot. They're going to say, hey, if we're coming off a 45-point blowout, and Cornell needs this game, and the Cornell's going to have the offense. But Dartmouth has been playing well. I'm willing to call it almost a one-off, right? A one-off where your team just didn't show up. I'm willing to overlook that. Princeton Brown, you have to expect Princeton to really hold court here. Not only do they have that beautiful defensive effort the last time out holding Dartmouth to 40. They held Columbia 63 before that. Now, they did struggle losing to Yale and Cornell, but those are two really good offensive teams. Now you have Brown, not a a special offensive team, but 
there's again a little concern here. You're going on the road. They only got a two-point win at home, and they allowed Brown to score 74 points the last time they saw this team just a couple of weeks ago. And then you have Yale at Penn. This is the highlight game of the weekend. I am pumped up for this. Eight and two in the Ivy Penn, trying to get to 500. Yale, eight and one in the Ivy after they had their early season struggles. This is a battle and a clash in Yale at uh, you know the John J. Lee Amphitheater in New Haven, Connecticut. It's going to be rocking. Look, well, the rest of the country is watching, uh, you know, the, the ACC, the Big Ten, the SEC just beat each other up. And, oh, amazing. This is the battle we want. If you're listening to this show, you love an Ivy League battle. This is going to be it. I think that there's going to be some points scored here. You know, I know that Yale had some trouble along the way. But generally speaking, I think that there's going to be, be some points scored here. You look at what happened the last time they Yale lost. In Penn, 76 to 68. I think it's going to be a similar kind of game. It's hard to bet against Yale at home. It really is. It's hard to, to go against them and, and you know look at this team and think they're going to do anything but really just win. But Penn is playing so red hot right now, and they are so on fire. I think that's going to be a really good one. Then we flip the page to Saturday. Like I said, we have the traditional Friday, Saturday. Dartmouth takes on Columbia. Again, Dartmouth's uh, you know, a feisty team. They only have five wins on the year, but they are so much better than Columbia. I wonder what this is going to be all about. You know, Dartmouth coming off of potentially a win the night before uh, could be riding high. I just don't believe in anything that Columbia can do, especially on the road. No way. Harvard, Cornell. This could have been interesting. You know, it really could have. Cornell's five and five, Harvard's three and six. If Cornell were to go to five and six and Harvard goes to four and six, this game can still be interesting. But guys, I think Harvard's one game away. I think they had to steal one of those games, right? One of those games. Because you're asking for this game to matter, which means, okay, Harvard's got to be Columbia, not a problem. Cornell's got to lose on the road to Dartmouth and they got to lose this game. You know, maybe I'm premature. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm premature. This should be a good game. And again, will Harvard's defense come to play? Because you know Cornell's bringing the offense. Brown, Penn, Penn after a huge game on Saturday, traveling to Brown. It's either going to be right the strip, uh, the ship, or continue to march on. I mentioned Columbia, uh, Dartmouth, Princeton, Yale. Here we go. Yale has a huge week. Yale can basically lock up the Ivy League regular season championship with back-to-back wins because they get them both at home. They're going to take on Yale, uh, Princeton, and uh, you, you look at Penn if they win back-to-back games. But Yale can also be in a spot where they spiral out of control. Yale's 8-1. and one. If they lose to Penn, now they're 8-2. Penn goes to 9-2. and two. Uh, Let's say Princeton wins. They go to 9-2. and two. And then the next day, it's going to be the separation between first place and third place. With this Yale-Princeton game, I think this is going to be a fantastic battle. Uh, and then one more game before we talk again next week, which is usually Wednesday or Thursday. I always try to put it up um, on a Wednesday night. So one more game before we talk next week. Yale-Dartmouth will be on Tuesday. This is the week of Yale. Yale can secure their spot. And to me, it, you know, if you have a good week for Yale, they win the Ivy League regular season championship. I know you could say, Tom, it's only a one-game separation, but here's the rest of the games, right? So this weekend, I, again, it's a big week if they go 3-0. and If they go 3-0 and they beat Penn, Princeton, and Dartmouth, okay, they got a one-game lead over both Penn and Princeton and the tiebreaker there, um, and then they go at Cornell Brown or the last two games, you know, coming in. That's it. I think they, they, they go at least 1-1. One one. So to me, this is the week where Yale 
can really take control. Yale can really be that standout team. And if they do, if Yale turns around and they're able to beat Penn at home, Princeton at home, which they'll be the favorite in both of those games, Penn at home, Princeton at home, then they go into Tuesday to Dartmouth, I think they humiliate Dartmouth because they know that Ivy League regular season title is, is in hand. I mean, that's the kind of week Yale can have. When we're looking at this, Harvard Cornell, maybe, maybe there's a sliver of hope there. Princeton can really establish themselves. Penn can really establish themselves. Um, but this is the week of Yale. This is the week where we're all going to be paying attention to what Swain and company can do, what this Yale team is going to walk out of. The next time we talk, it's really going to give us a good indication of what we're looking at. Who rose to the top? Who's the team that we're now looking at and going, okay, that's the team I really want to want to ride going into the postseason because we are going to start having to talk about postseason the next time we have a conversation. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you listen in next week. Again, send all your comments and everything at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter, TomBartonSports.com, and TomBartonSports at gmail.com. Have a very good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.